Hey, you know who gets it on taxes? Small business owners. They understand the deal with tax increases. Hey friends, welcome to the Press Club C Podcast. I'm Ray Keating. In this 57th episode, we're going to look at the small business take on taxes and tax increases. But before getting into this, let's quickly answer that key question once more. What the heck is the Press Club C anyway? Each letter stands for stuff we talk about. P is for politics. R is for religion, mainly Christianity. E is for economics. S is for sports. That second S is for stories, books, and writing, my own books, other books, fiction, nonfiction, reviews, author interviews, and so on. Uh, C is for culture, pop culture and otherwise. L is for life, the big catch-all. U is for understanding, lessons in, for example, history, economics, so on. Uh, and B is for business and entrepreneurship. And that final C in Press Club C is for conservative. Why? Because I am one. But as I've said before, we have to be very clear as to what kind of conservative we are these days. Me, I'm a Reagan, Kemp, Buckley, Coolidge, Lincoln, Madisonian kind of conservative. Now, let's get into this issue of small business owners and taxes. It shouldn't surprise anybody that these guys and gals understand the ills of taxes and tax increases better than most others. They actually get the economics of it because they live it, right? Small business owners have firsthand knowledge of how detrimental taxes and tax increases are. Um and that was made clear most recently, it's been made clear many, many times over the years, by a poll that the Small Business and Entrepreneurship Council did recently. Now, I am the chief economist for the Small Business and Entrepreneurship Council. However, everything I say in this podcast and my other podcasts have nothing to do <laughs> with SBE Council. Um, these are all my opinions and not the views of SBE Council in any way, shape, or form. I don't want to force anyone else to take responsibility for the stuff that I spout off. <laughs> but anyway, so this survey was quite revealing. I don't think it was surprising, but you know, the numbers are there and they're worth kind of talking about and exploring very quickly. So what do small business owners have to say? Um, first off, there's the big question about, um, tax increases and new regulations. 61% of small business owners believe that higher taxes and more regulation will hurt their ability to recover from the pandemic. Now, no one should be shocked by this. However, when you look at Washington and what's going on in Washington, for example, the Biden administration is looking to raise taxes every which way it possibly can, and it's looking to impose new regulations every which way it possibly can. So we need to continue to get the word out, to teach people uh, to tell people about the views of small business owners, for example, and others that are in the know, uh, because it is bewildering uh, when you when you see what's going on. And that leads into another answer. You know, 65% of small business owners believe that no, none, zero federal tax increases should be considered until the economy has had time to fully recover from the COVID-19 pandemic. Again, common sense from small business owners there, right? Very large majority talking economic common sense. Why again, as you're trying to, to emerge from a pandemic, listen, why would you consider tax and even consider tax increases during such a time? Never mind making it like 
the lead of your economic agenda at the, the, the forefront. Makes no sense. Listen, tax increases are always going to be a negative. Okay, folks? It's just a matter of the degree. How negative is it going to be? That depends on, you know, how much taxes are increased and what taxes are being increased and so on. But there is going to be a negative. And why you would want to introduce another negative into, you know, a pandemic economy is bewildering to me. Now, um, the survey that SB Council did zeroed in on uh, a few measures that are being pushed. So on the capital gains front and on the uh, and related to the death tax. So uh, understand the current capital gains tax rate for individuals top rate is 23.8%. It's 20% plus the Obama uh, Medicare tax. So it's 23.8%. That's just the nominal rate. That doesn't factor in inflation because capital gains are not adjusted for inflation. So the real rate is actually higher. Um, and I mentioned the death tax. The death tax, current death tax has a top rate of 40% with an exemption level of 11.7 million. Now, that 40% is applied to assets at death. So understand how unfair the estate tax or death tax is, right? You spend your entire life paying government all kinds of taxes, and then at death, they show up again, looking to apply a top rate of 40% against assets. Now, a lot of people say, well, what's the big deal? You know, the exemption level is $11.7 million, right? Well, first off... um, you don't have to be a very big business to have assets w- worth far more than $11.7 million, right? So we're talking about assets here, not income and certainly not profits, right? So if you're a manufacturer, it's very easy to reach the $11.7 million level. For example, you're a small manufacturer, you've got machinery, equipment, um, you've got facilities, you've got a building, you know, go down the list, right? So it doesn't take very long to reach that level. And let's say you're just a straight investor, Right. Who has the capital, the wealth accumulation to do the investing in the economy? It's not me, right? It's not not Ray Keating. I used to tell my students this, my MBA students. I was like, you're not going to go to me, the professor, um, for investment capital. You got to go to people that have the capital, right? So upper income individuals are the ones that do the bulk of investing. So whether you don't like the rich or you know, whether you like or dislike the rich, Their economic function is very clear. And if you raise taxes on them, they are going to, number one, have fewer resources to invest. That's going to hurt the economy, going to hurt a lot of people in the economy. Uh, And they're going to have reduced incentives to invest, right? Um, For example, if you're investing in in a business, that's a high risk, high uncertainty endeavor. Um... It's a heck of a lot easier to turn around and dump your money into municipal bonds where you get your earnings are are tax-free and there's no risk whatsoever. So all these things have to be kept in mind uh, when we're talking about tax increases. So anyway, um, so there's uh, uh, President Biden has proposed to increase nearly double the capital gains tax from 23.8% to 43.4%, the top rate. That's a big jump. Now, again, factor inflation in right? The real rate goes higher and then factor in state taxes, right? Um, most states, in fact, I'm trying to do nine don't have personal income taxes. So, you know, 40, 41 states have some sort of capital gains tax. So you got to lop that on top of it. So again, the total rate is higher. It's going to be a heck of a lot higher than 43.4%. That's bad enough though. 
even if capital gains were indexed for inflation and so on. And there were no state taxes. That's bad enough. That's a very high tax rate. Anyway, um, so you ask, you ask small business owners who understand, right, the need for financial capital. They understand that they have to have capital to start up, to grow um, at various stages. They might go to angel investors at, at, when you get to a certain point, and then they're looking to make the big jump up. They're looking at venture capital investors. Um, the capital gains tax rate affects the, all those decisions by investors. So um, more than half of, of small business owners uh, think that you know the proposed doubling of the capital gains tax will negatively affect, affect shocking, uh, capital investment. And also it's going to hurt their ability to support charities. It's going to hurt their family finances. It's going to be more difficult to hire people, etc. cetera. So, um, and then there is, Part of the the Biden Congress proposal is to uh, eliminate the step-up basis. Now, what the heck is a step-up basis at death? Okay, so here's the deal. Um, Somebody dies, right? And they pass on their investments, their business or whatever. They look to do that. So I already mentioned there's the death tax. But before the death tax, you're not – the the person receiving the assets – gets a stepped up basis in capital gains. So you don't, when you eventually sell, you know, whatever, the stock, the business or so on, you're not going to pay a capital gains tax going all the way back, for example, to when the person that bequeathed it to you got it or started it. Um, You don't have to pay a capital gains tax when the person dies, right, on the gain that they had, right? So, and it's unrealized gains for somebody else right? You don't have to do that. So the idea here is that at death, you're not paying both the capital gains tax and the death tax. That's how the current system works. They're looking to remove that. The Biden administration members of Congress, so they want to kill the step-up basis, which means that somebody dies, you have to pay their capital gains taxes, right? And then you have to pay the death tax. So think about that. Yeah. Um, So that would certainly... Um, hit small enterprises and small business owners know that 63% uh, believe that that would be a double whammy as they say on small businesses. Um, And they oppose nearly 60%, 59% of small business owners oppose this doubling, this near doubling of the capital gains tax. And again, why? Because they understand it, right? They understand the role that again, the, 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 all the things that affect entrepreneurship and all the things that affect uh, investment in startup, new, and growing businesses. Um, 70%, you know, depending on how you want to put it, 70% oppose beneficiaries having to pay for capital gains that occurred prior to them inheriting an asset, right? I mean, this is, this the idea of eliminating the step-up basis is bad economics, and it's also uh, grossly unfair, kind of like the death tax in general. Um and again, they, disproportionately, this would hurt small businesses, according to 63% of small business owners. Um, so, you know, the, it goes down the line. 78% of small business owners believe retroactive capital gains taxes on assets passed on to beneficiaries um, following death would, would cripple, have crippling consequences for small businesses, uh, their employees, and it would hurt the communities where they reside. Um so you go down the line here and it's just issue after issue 
where you see some clarity from small business owners that you're not seeing from two, from a lot of politicians. Um, so I mentioned that the nearly 60% oppose the doubling of the tax. Um, uh, 43.4% believe that, um, um, that uh, applying a new effective and retroactive capital gains tax of, I'm sorry, of 43 uh, uh, of, of over 43%, uh, would, um, uh, would hurt the business in a big way. 70%, um, believe that as well. So again, the numbers are just staggering. Um, let me get back. 78% believe retroactive capital gains taxes on assets, um, will have a crippling consequence on business. That's almost 80%. Okay. So uh, you see the point here. It's, it's a number, number after number here that show that the people on the front lines, the small business owners, the ones that are struggling to survive, many of them, uh, some of them, you know, many didn't survive through the pandemic. Many are struggling to survive. Um, it's always a tough road being an entrepreneur. Um, so they, they get it. And in fact, you know, just to drive home the point on the death tax in general, 64% of small business owners get it on the death tax. They oppose the imposition of a death tax at all. Okay. 64% say that, Hey, listen, it should go away. And they're right from an economic standpoint. Now, why does any of this matter? You might ask, what do I care about small business owners? Right? I, I don't work at a small business, blah, 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 blah. Well, let's just put it a few points to put it in perspective before we close this out here. More than 99%, 99, more than, more than it's like 99.7 or 0.8%, might be 0.9% of U.S. businesses are smaller enterprises. Now, the SBA defines a small business as any business with less than 500 employees. Okay, that's a small business. I would say, you know, small to medium size, you know, depending on how you want to break it out. But the point is, over 99% of U.S. businesses are smaller enterprises. Out of more than 30 million businesses, right, the, for what we have the, the latest data on, I think it's 31 million prior to the pandemic, only 20,000, a little over 20,000 of those businesses had more than 500 employees. Okay. Understand that what that means. This is a small business economy. Go industry by industry and they're overwhelmingly populated by small and mid-sized companies. That's what this economy is about. And that's good news because small businesses, entrepreneurs, they're the source of all sorts of great things, right? Innovation, job creation, and they spur economic growth forward. So this is why this matters, right? We live in a small business economy, whether you work for a small business or not. Small business, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurship, the investors that fuel entrepreneurship, are at the center of our economy. If you want to see more job creation, then you better have policies that are conducive to starting up, building and growing and investing in businesses. And that's the part of the equation that people should get. And you would hope that our elected officials get. And listen, everybody on both sides of the aisle, I've said this before, will talk glowingly about how much they love small business, Democrats, Republicans, independents, they all love small businesses, but do their policies, you know, show the love as well. And if you're talking about tax increases and more regulation and anti-free trade and all those types of things, then you know what? 
You're not for small businesses. Hey folks, thanks for listening. Your feedback and suggestions are always welcome. Please check out my various endeavors and books. Um, you can check out some, uh, my, my other podcast, free enterprise in three minutes, daily dose of Disney. You can check out, um, keatingfiles.com for some, uh, for some articles, my books, uh, free trade rocks and behind enemy lines are my two most recent nonfiction books behind enemy lines is a collection of essays over at amazon.com. Grab the paperback, grab the Kindle edition of either book or go to raykeatingonline.com and I'll sign it and send it out to you. And I'm a novelist. If you don't know that, where have you been? Um, 15 Pastor Stephen Grant thrillers and mysteries have been published. More on the way. A new series, a different series has started. I'm, I'm working on that as well. So all of those books, again, signed copies over at raykeatingonline.com. Um, and you can go over to Amazon, get Kindle editions, and get paperbacks. Your support is always welcome. Oh, check out DisneyBizJournal.com as well. Some good stuff on the Disney Entertainment Empire. Um, again, your support is welcome. Your feedback is welcome. Thanks so much. Take care, and God bless.